Hello, I'm Morgan Freeman, and welcome to Wewa. Enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to Wewa, where I, Phil, and he, Ben, say hi, Ben. Hi. Ask each other one simple question. What are you watching? Which is what Wewa stands for, is which I forgot to mention at the beginning. Ben, what are you watching? Well, I kind of biffed the assignment this week and didn't watch anything new. You didn't watch <laughs> am, a single thing? Am I going to get in trouble? You didn't watch a single thing? I watched things. They're just things we've talked about already. What did you watch what that we already think? talked about? What do you, what do you think? Uh, the 100. Mm-hmm. Just finished season three today. Oh, wow. We are flying through this rewatch. Goodness gracious. Um, I tell you what, it was it was an up and down season. Um, struggles at the beginning. They really stretch the story out and go macro. Um, oh. But once they kind of settle into what they're doing, um, it's a very thrilling end of the season. This is going to be a quick episode, isn't it? <laughs> enough about that. Yes. Do you have something you'd like That's to That's literally ask? all I've watched since oh, the last time we graced the microphone. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> wow. All right. Lots well, what to are, work with. What, what, are, what are you watching these days? Well, I mean, I guess I've only really watched two things. I remember that conversation about Sam Worthington we had a little while ago. Where we how made, could I forget? Where we made fun of a, a man on the ledge, but hadn't seen it. <laughs> oh man! Well, I was scrolling on. Netflix. I may or may not have walked it on you watching man. You on did. The ledge. <laughs> I tried to get you to watch the rest of it with me, but we had things to do, um, like the podcast. Not anything else. <laughs> um, it sounds like the most disgusting thing I could find you doing is yeah. watching Man on a Ledge. It's like I'd rather have my mom find me watching porn than have you watch, catch me watching a Sam Worthington movie. No, I'm proud that you're watching a Sam no, Worthington I know, movie. I know. But uh, so I, I gave that a look. I was reached out to because of our last episode about Cowboys versus Aliens. Oh, really? Saying not to listen to you and that oh. I would not like Cowboys versus Aliens. So I listened to the people and. Uh, did not watch that this week. Maybe next week. That makes me sad because I know you're a well-informed person who can make your own judgments about entertainment. But I go where the people we all want fall me. to peer pressure at some point. I go where I'm needed most, and where I'm needed most was also on Netflix a new sitcom that dropped uh, called Blockbuster. Oh, I've heard of this. Yes, about the uh, uh, last let's sitcom about the last Blockbuster, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of before we even talk about it, it's like. Netflix, the company that put Blockbuster out of business, is now making a show about the last. That's yeah, kind of it feels weird. a little bit wrong. I don't know a ton about the show, but just that concept doesn't seem quite right to me. They do comment on it, and they—it is kind of funny. I—I I, I don't know what involvement Netflix had in the creation of the show, but like, it—it it feels like a weird victory lap, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, we can get into that later, though. So. Well, I, I guess now what do we do? <laughs> now what do we do? We're at the point in the show where we ask that. It happens at some point, but. I mean, do you just want to keep talking about Blockbuster? I mean, yeah. I mean, who Who's in that one? So it is uh, Randall Park, who you mm-hmm. will recognize. He's shows up in the MCU. Yep. He's, um, he's become a big star. Melissa Fumero, who you might recognize as, I think. It's a Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Right? Yeah. Amy, the main female lead in yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, JB Smoove, um, you might recognize him, but other than that, it's it's mostly people I don't recognize. I've only seen the first three episodes, so it looks now that I'm looking at IMDb, there's a couple other familiar faces, but they haven't 
uh, graced the screen for us quite yet. Um, but yeah, this very simply is a sitcom about the last blockbuster on earth and the, the staff that's running it and the store manager who's i guess the owner now because literally the first episode like corporate blockbuster is liquidated and they're like you're in charge now you're blockbuster oh a, a michael scott in charge of the last thunder mifflin branch yeah situation yeah. basically yeah and uh yeah so he's been working um randall park's character has been working at this same blockbuster since he was like 16 and it's hilarity ensues i suppose um I will say it's it's a lot of fun for it'd be a lot of fun for someone like you and someone like me who like your entire sense of humor is kind of already based on just like movie references mm-hmm. and uh, like 90 percent of the humor in Blockbuster is based on like pop culture references like specifically to movies um, and like 10 percent of it is not. And the 10 percent that isn't is like not very strong. But for the most part, when they're sticking to their chops and like movie jokes and whatnot, it it's pretty strong, and I, I think it's pretty funny. So it knows what it is for the that. most part, yeah. And it, it it depends. Like I'm only a few episodes in, so we'll see. But um, I I mean, this is another Netflix show that I kind of wish was coming out one week at a time. Yeah, especially with like with sitcoms, because then if you just get it all over with, I think it loses some of its charm. Yeah, it, it, there's I don't know. Like I am absolutely loving getting to watch a new episode of Abbott Elementary once a week. Mm-hmm. Like it's my some of my, it's like my favorite half hour of the week sometimes. Sure, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it's it's new, it's innovative, it's shocking, and it's just great television. And I'm not saying that Blockbuster is at the same level, but I feel like a lot of the it's definitely not at the same level, but it I feel like it'd be better if I had a week to stew on the episode. Yeah. And like, yeah. You know, it's like sometimes you can binge a show that has 20 minute episodes so quickly that it's like by the end of the first season, it's like you don't even know certain main characters' names. Yeah, for sure. You just, it's like, oh, it's the blonde girl or it's the old woman that works at the store. It's like, I, I mean, you might not connect with it as much as, as you could and you don't get to know. I, I just feel like you don't get to know it as well if it's all at one time. You might not like me for saying this one, but with, with New Girl, um, I'm still stuck where I was the last time we talked about it, whenever that was. Mm-hmm. It was about a year and a half ago when I started, and I just like tore through the first like two and a half seasons like about as fast as I've watched anything. And, I mean, sitcom, I sort of just lost my appetite for it. Not not that like if I watched it I wouldn't enjoy it because it was a really good show. It's just nothing about it has made me like given me the, the desire to come back and like restart it because I feel like I burned myself out a little too much. I don't know if that's like what you're talking about with. Um, it could be similar. Thing. Yeah. Um, I know you don't forgive me because I love I definitely new girl. disagree with the new girl thing and that that's a super bingeable show and that you are wrong right. No, it, it is bingeable again. because I like I binged it. But you did not binge it. Binge it implies finishing completion, okay. and you did not finish. Okay. Whatever. I don't know what to tell me. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's promising. I'm going to finish the first season, and uh, I'll, I'll give you a, kind of some input on whether or not I think it should get a season two, if they should keep it going or, or whatnot. But it's got some big names for a TV show, especially like a streaming show like this. Like Randall Park and Liz Fumero are like big TV mm-hmm. names, especially like coming off of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like, 
she probably had a few offers for sitcoms coming sure. off of that. And like, this is the one that she went with is, I don't know anything about other ones, but I, after a show like that being as big as it was, I'm sure she had other offers. And how, this is how many, how many episodes is it? Like uh, probably full 10. season or is it more like limited? No, I'm pretty sure it's 10. I can double check though. Interesting. Um, 10 episodes. Okay. Yes. Confirmed 10 episodes, about 25 to 30 minute episodes each. 26 or 27 actually those are the only options no in between even yeah right at and it's a it's a lovable cast and crew there's um there's a there's a who do i have to fire episode so that it's really early on so it it's like okay we're we're not losing the store Mm -hmm. but we have to get rid of someone so you get to spend like a little bit of time like the episodes kind of chunked out into to getting to spend more time with like each individual character so there's the the older lady that works at the store that connects with the old clientele and like knows who they're talking about even if they say like the totally wrong name and uh there's the two young girls who are varying levels of sweet and angsty teens and there's the the young nerdy cinema kid who thinks he's the next tarantino and whatnot and he apparently is actually quite talented as a filmmaker so um i don't know it's it's a it's a good group and i enjoy it jb smooth plays the landlord and his daughter works at the store and he he's you know he's a heat check kind of guy where it's like we're gonna give him a minute and 30 seconds in this episode and he'll be the funniest like minute of it and he's just gone (laughs) and he's gone you know (laughs) so you got to use him in spurts love it yeah i'm i don't know i'm pleasantly surprised that it, it it's I guess I'm not surprised that I thought it would be decent. I I thought it'd be about what it is. There's no way this is going to be like a train wreck. I'm pleasantly whelmed. Pleasantly whelmed. I'm whelmed. Not overwhelmed, but whelmed. Not underwhelmed, not overwhelmed. I'm simply whelmed, and that is a great place to be. Good. Well, I'm just dying to know. First of all, did you finish Man on a Ledge? Did you actually watch the whole thing? Uh, Still working on that. But (laughs) I got through most of it, and I know enough to be able to give you a gist. So you understand what the movie's actually about now. I know the plot of yeah. I know the idea of the movie, yes. Yeah. Which is different than you think going in. Which it honestly the more you understand about the plot, the worse the movie kind of sounds. You know, like if I t- if I told you Sam Worthington suspense wrongfully accused. Mm-hmm. You'd be kind of interested. Yeah. Is he is he on the run? Like what? But if I told you Sam Worthington goes out on a ledge to attempt to prove that he was wrong was wrongfully accused he I, is, did i do that right i did that right you wouldn't be as interested no he's like literally threatening suicide unless people realize like that he yeah. didn't do it wrong and, <laughs> and like no one knows who he is so like not as interested <laughs> not as interested uh elizabeth banks is in this movie that's just <laughs> That was an the, inevitable the part, fact. The part I walked in on was her first scene, and we were talking, and like it, it, it's a, she's like a, the cop who gets called in to got to negotiate, um, talking yeah. off the ledge. But like the, her first scene is like her like getting woken up by a phone call to come in, and she's just like completely pissed. Like it's, it's my like, day. It's off. my day off, and we're like, did they just like go over and start filming, and then tell her she had to be in this movie, <laughs> and then film what happened? Elizabeth, you got to be in this movie with it's Sam. My it's day like, off. No! <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I was playing Rita Romero. <laughs> Rita Repulsa. Rita Repulsa. Power Rangers. <laughs> That's oh, more man. fun than this. Yeah, it, I'm sure it was. Um, yeah, but yeah, Man on a Ledge. I I will try to finish it. I watched this once, like right when it came out on video a long time ago. Whenever that was at Blockbuster, probably. Or it might have been. I think this was like an on-demand rental. Oh, so you, it might, it you might, it was, aided in the killing of Blockbuster, a hey, once-beloved corporation? I did anything but aid in the killing of Blockbuster. I have lots of Blockbuster memories. Oh, can I say one more thing about Blockbuster while we're at it? Yes. So, like, literally the first episode, it's not a spoiler, it's, like, kind of the theme of the show. They're, like, rallying around this, like, local small business cry, and Melissa Fumero's character goes, isn't it kind of ironic that we're, like, sprouting this small business mentality when we're literally working for a once massive corporation named after the type of movie that killed out small <laughs> indie budget films. Oh, it's like, Oh yeah, that's probably the funniest line of the show so far. So I'm sorry if I ruined that line, for oh. you, but it, it's a, it's a very good line and yeah. I, I'm sure Melissa gave it better than I did. So you can go check it out. It's a good show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you were talking about uh, man on edge on demand, how you killed blockbuster. But also, if the last blockbuster was in your town, would you not be there? Like, oh, like every regularly? day. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd stop by every once in a while for sure. Think how weird that concept is. Like the model they switched to, like by the end, was they didn't have any like daily or weekend rentals. It was all just five dollars for five days. Like, why do you want to rent a movie for like five days? Are you gonna take five days to watch it? Yeah, that's it was, it was odd. I guess like you kind of have to like give them time to return it, but it's like you lock them in for five days. It's like I could watch it tonight yeah. and bring it back tomorrow. Because that's normally what you do. Like you go there on like a Friday night, you pick out your movie, watch it, and like bring it back the next day or whatever. Man, I'm. I miss those days. I don't. I'm. I know. I mean, it's better. I am. But I, like nostalgically, I miss them. Okay. For all practical purposes, yes, it's way easier to turn on your TV, press two buttons, and watch literally anything you want. But just think of like the long, drawn-out process of looking at all the covers, deciding what you're in the mood for. This is a blockbuster pod now. We're not talking about anything else. Okay. We're just going to keep talking That's about fair. blockbuster. Um, there's – yeah, you know, it's actually – so the show – the big theme of it is another big theme of it is inner human interaction, you know, mm -hmm. come to the store, interact with people who love movies and get a movie recommendation from someone on the staff. And it's kind of takes a jab at Netflix's algorithm a few times. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is a Netflix show making fun of Netflix algorithm, how it's not good as good as just like human interaction. Mm -hmm. And I did find myself really longing for like, that sort of like interaction in my life. Yeah. You know? yeah like yeah. I guess I get it like here recording the pod and talking to people who want to like have us talk about stuff, you know, or like be on the pod or stuff like that. But it would be pretty cool to, you know, have like a new, <gasps> I watched a, I forgot. I watched Banshees of Inishirin as well. This is a Banshees of Inishirin pod. No, it's Man. no longer a pod. Can't even keep track. We're switching I, back I, forgot. I went to theaters to see Banshees of Inishirin. And? Super good. I'll talk about it later. Super okay. good movie. I don't. I'm not prepared to talk about it here because I had literally until just now forgotten that I watched it. 
I think this is probably the best episode example of the, oh, Phil has ADHD. (laughs) Well, no, they're important topics, though, so can't blame you for bouncing to each one. But are are you saying we need to come up with a new system to reinstitute the human interaction for movie choice recommendation? What I would honestly love is just having that necessarily at a theater, you know? Oh, yeah. Like having like a just like – you know, just like space to kind of communicate as a group after seeing a movie or like a like a movie club that kind of met that way, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of like open forum sort of thing. Like, obviously, that gets pretty dicey and probably one depends on how contentious it is. I know that the after I saw The Last Jedi, the group of people I went with, we Were like they? stood in the I don't know. I don't remember. I think I was there. Yeah. We like stood in the lobby for like an hour after just, just arguing about it. arguing. No, just arguing about the movie. I think I kind of defended it. At the I, I defended it. And like, don't get me. We've had this. We've had parts of this discussion. And I'm sure we'll continue to have it. I don't think it's the worst thing ever made. Some people are like either. literally offended by it. It's got its flaws. There's plenty wrong with it. Some of it's like really low hanging fruit, but it's not the worst thing ever. It didn't ruin my life. I didn't think it was the worst thing ever, but, and I did defend it in a sense, but what I disagreed with was that it was the best they could have done. I heard that argument from a lot of people and I went as far to be like, okay, I am going to break my rule. Canto bite. I'm going to buy, I'm going to write some freaking fan fiction and prove that I, that they could have done (laughs) that. This is the first time hearing about this. Yeah. I I wrote it specifically to disagree with one person making the thing and I, I'm not going to toot my horn that much, but he did agree that it's like, okay, that, it's that, better. that probably could have been <laughs> I only, I didn't write a full movie. I wrote two, I wrote two scenes. So it, it's not necessarily okay. a fair comparison. Anyone can write two good scenes. Yeah. No one can, not many people can write. Was it like film. building off of what was already there? Or no, it's, it's cut, completely it cut, new concept. It, it, it went back to the end of the last movie. Oh, and okay. I, I cut everything from, I'm sure there were probably parts, but there, I, Darth Vader was involved there. And so was the. Oh, uh, okay. So I, I'll let you read that later, maybe. If I find that paper, I'll let so you So, did you change, like, Luke's attitude, like, toward the Force and rejecting the Jedi and all that stuff? Or. Well, so this is after he's already done all that. This is after he's dead. But we don't. Wait, are you saying. Did this, is this, when did this fan fiction take place instead of. Instead of the ninth movie. Oh, I thought you were talking about the eighth movie. Oh, were you, were you talking Jedi. about the eight movie? I was talking about the last. Oh no, the, the dude, Rise I of Skywalker. <laughs> I hate the Last Jedi. I would not defend that movie. That movie sucks, but wow, that movie's awful. <laughs> I thought we actually agreed on. I don't something. think it didn't. No, ruin, we weren't even it talking ruin, about. I'm the talking same about thing. the Rise of Skywalker. Okay, I. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> no, I. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Now that I, I'm listening back to our conversation in my head, and you were definitely talking about the Last Jedi, and I thought. Okay, and you you reject yeah, the Last. I couldn't remember where you stood on it. This is definitely. I hate the Last Jedi. Okay. That movie's garbage. Okay. It did not ruin my life, nor did I like lose a lot of sleep over it. But I did not like that movie. That's fair. I don't. I won't say that there's something wrong with anyone who doesn't like the movie. Like there are deep flaws with it. But I think there's enough redeeming stuff about that it's that it's interesting. Well, they that they could have just like improved it so much by literally cutting out half an hour of the movie. 
and that would help with the length. Yes, it was just like yeah, that was ridiculous and not serving to the plot or the characters or anything. The sad part was that like it could have been cool. Well, there are elements there that worked. You could have just if it had just been a Finn and Poe side mission, it would have been way better. Like you don't have to change anything about it. You just have to change the characters. And it would have been a lot more fun. It would have just been like kind of like the buddy cop spinoff in the middle of the movie for certain relief. We learned certain things about how the the new or whatever they are. The, Republic, the, new, the resistance. The, new, the resistance who's really the government and the status quo yeah, fighting exactly. the empire who's actually the rebels. How did they think just like, here's a new empire and then here's a new rebellion, but we can't call it the rebellion because we already used that Because one. that's all they needed to put in place for the seventh movie, which is a reboot of A New Hope, which I'm fine with because they did it really well and it was really entertaining. I don't hate The Force Awakens. I, I like The Force Awakens quite a bit. I don't hate it. But the problem is, and like they set it up where they have these new actors and these new characters who are really good and likable and have good chemistry and... You've got enough of like the old stuff still going on and those actors to contribute. And it felt like the sky was kind of the limit to what you could do with it. Finn had so much potential. Poe had so much potential. BB-8's the best droid in Star Wars. I said it. And I'm not going to fight over I that. said it. <laughs> okay. I won't let you take it back. But then they gave the eighth movie to a, a guy, guy who decided to make a high school level experimental film. Yeah, and well, try he, to make everyone mad by the not giving them what is, they wanted. The sad thing is that the themes and whatnot I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. It was just the movie I did not like. The, I thought the movie dragged on. It was boring. Certain fight scenes, like you know that th- throne room fight scene that everyone thinks is so cool. I think that's really cool. If you if you watch that in slow motion and just kind of watch a different person in it every time, you'll hate it. But that's not how movies are watched. But like you the don't choreography watch them in is slow motion. like the choreography is legitimately bad. There's characters literally in the background just falling down for no reason, and it's like, oh, blah. And, you know, it's. I mean, could you see out of those stupid red outfits? That you couldn't I, see where you were going. And I, I guess you are right because it's like you don't watch movies slow down like you watch it as a whole. And as a whole, it actually did look pretty. You sick. could probably pick apart any movie if you really slowed it down and kept going back and looking for every way. Not the Princess but, Bride. Well, no, that's literally a perfect movie. It's perfect. Yeah. No notes. No, 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 no notes. I, I agree. I'm not pushing back on that. Oh well. But so you, we found something we agreed on. So, <laughs> so Rise of Skywalker, you. That's the one where you're like, it's not perfect, but it's not that bad. That's the one I was like, it's a, it, at the worst, it is a really fast movie. It, mm-hmm. he, it, it moves mm-hmm. really quickly, and there's a lot of stuff about it that I enjoyed, like, just visually. Not, and there's some stuff visually I enjoyed about Last Jedi, too. It just dragged on so long, I was more annoyed than anything. But... I think at the worst worst case scenario, it moves really fast. It is and it's entertaining. Yes. Do I love everything they do? No, but there were two different writers writing this trilogy, so it's like, what are like? And I, this is this is the same guy who did the first one, and the I'm, middle one was different. I'm not defending Disney in this situation because they're the ones who made that mistake. But I am saying, like, what are the writers supposed to do? They each had a story they wanted to tell, and it did not work together. Yes, 
And so it's like you should have just very given, you should have just given each of them their own trilogy. And like the whole Palpatine thing, I was just like, is dumb. Like somehow Palpatine returned. No, Whoa, kill when, me now. When kill that now. when that happened the first time in the theater, I literally just lost it and started laughing. I'm like, oh okay, I just don't have to take this whole movie seriously. It, I I was sitting <laughs> I was sitting in a group with I think you were there and another one. I was sitting by a friend of ours. No, I saw this one alone. I was living and, out of state at this okay, point. That sucks. Um, I was sitting by our, next to our friend Mike, who's been on the pod. And when they made the realization that every single one of those starfighters that came up had the power to destroy a planet, he audibly and with his hand threw his hands up in the air and audibly goes, "What the hell?" <laughs> 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 what the hell is going on? It, it just. It, like it literally could have been like a Han Solo fever dream while he was locked, <laughs> like melted in carbonite. It's like what is going on here? Hibernation sickness. I saw the craziest thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That Palpatine be... died and came back. <laughs> Apparently, I have a son. <laughs> and this was the who's a Palpatine big died. mess up. <laughs> oh man, but. No, that's it's a type of movie where if you don't think about it too hard and just like let it kind of carry you away, it's it's enjoyable. Yeah. Um have I rewatched it since that time in the theater? I actually have not. I've had no desire to rewatch yeah. any of those movies. I also like a, a lot of the like the visuals were cool. Like the the there's so many problems and inconsistencies with like the final confrontation, mm-hmm. the Palpatine stuff, like whatever. But like the lighting and like the atmosphere of that scene was like it's cool. The cool one of the yeah. coolest things in Star Wars, I think. Yeah, it's super cool. Can you? Can't you wait for you know how like our parents had the original Star Wars and we had the prequels and we like beat our chest for the prequels and whatnot? Mm-hmm. Do you? Are you prequel? To to an extent, I they have their pitfalls like i think objectively as movies yeah and i could see why yeah. if you grew up in a different era like there's there's plenty wrong with it and plenty you can pick apart but they're just so much ingrained a part of like my life and my appreciation of star wars it's like they're their own thing i don't necessarily watch them as like trying to objectively say this is a good movie or not it's just this is part of star wars and i enjoy it the phantom menace is a poor movie though i think well i honestly i don't think a phantom menace the phantom menace or the clone what's attack, it of, the attack of the clones i always want to call it clones. you have all three um, of those prequel posters right behind you right oh crap <laughs> for, for reference what's up, what's up natalie <laughs> um i don't think the first two movies are very like solid movies but i i will hold firmly to thinking that revenge of the sith is the best star wars movie I wouldn't push back on that. I think that movie rocks. It's not my favorite Star Wars movie, but it's it's up there. I think it rocks. Yeah. I think that movie slaps. Oh, I watched Real Glenn this last week, too. That's always That's a good not time. my favorite Star Wars movie. Shut your freaking Let's butt. go back to things we agree on. Um, oh, but I was saying, can you imagine, like, once we have kids and they're like, the sequels are the best. Like, shut your mouth. <laughs> but it's by that time, we probably will have so much content filled in the gaps. Yeah, the idea of a Star Wars movie coming out once every two or three years, that's a dinosaur concept. Yeah. It's a dinosaur concept now, much less. Yeah. Well, we'll, have, we'll just have so many TV shows and, like, animated stuff to fill in the gaps. Because you yeah. know how, like, The Clone Wars came out? And it kind of made the prequel movies better. Yes, 100%. They're just going to keep making shows about that fill in the gaps of the sequels and whatnot. 
until the movies work. Like they're just gonna, <laughs> they're just gonna. Dave Filoni and John Favreau are just gonna keep going until it makes sense and it's good. What's interesting though is as much new stuff as they've come out with, almost none of it relates to like the sequel trilogy. Even like Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett, which is set between like the original trilogy and the sequels, like they have really don't have a connection to the well. They new one. they're leading into the Palpatine cloning. Oh really? You know that's why they're that's why they're going for the empire. That's why the remnants of the empire wants Grogu, and they they literally they we were in that like cloning pit with them, right? I I don't think they that's explicitly stated that stupid. it was for Palpatine, but that's what I assumed that it was. Can for. we just pretend that the Palpatine thing was like a piece of magic, and then like forget about it? Well, because I'm pretty sure they need like the highest like amount of force sensitivity, like of cells to be able to create clones that he could his his conscious could populate who cares i all we no, all, no, we, all i I'm know saying. i'm not all we need is somehow palpatine came back that's the only explanation that's all we need. need that's the only thing i need it's but stupid it's like, yes I, but the whole movie is stupid so. i agree that it's stupid i'm just saying that's what i like they're you just gonna keep doing they're, they're just yeah. gonna keep doing it until it works because hmm. they're like dave filoni is my is star wars dad you know yes like, and yeah 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 i'll eat it up whatever he makes so up until the point that the sequels work i guess speaking of dave filoni magic yeah. were you there when we had someone disagree with us that the first ahsoka episode of yeah jedi was good yeah he he said he didn't enjoy the first episode and i literally go that's literally dave filoni gospel <laughs> ahsoka taming the beast and riding it back into the village Anyone, ever, everyone loves Ahsoka until they have to defend that she's awesome. And yeah. then they're like, Ahsoka's not that cool. How'd she block all those laser blasts? I'm calling out a lot of people on this podcast. That was the same person, wasn't it? No, it was two different people. Um, well, I guess the same. Yeah, one of them did the same. Both, yeah, they, the, yeah, they both did it. Yeah. I'm not going to say any names, but uh, <laughs> you know who you are. And it's like everyone thinks Ahsoka's great. It's like you're fake fans, man. Uh -huh. It's like as soon as Ahsoka is actually great in front of you, then you're like, no, she's not a <laughs> Skywalker. What I d it was so amazing how they developed her as a character. Like I remember hating her when she came out. Like the, in the movie, she is just well, that movie wasn't can be. Very good. No, the movie like is is isn't even the same thing as the original Clone Wars. Um, that's a weird anomaly, by the way. That's its own topic is how that movie got made and like why they made a video game about that movie yeah that i played but i did not see the movie yeah so i know the story of the movie it's but like it's a doppelganger of the series it like looks like it and has mm -hmm. the same actors samuel L. jackson decided to be in it for some reason he like oh, didn't really? get he like didn't get the memo that he didn't have to show up but <laughs> it's like no one else is here but we actually Sam casted someone up. else but if you're but here, if you're here <laughs> he can he can do something else <laughs> um but no, ah Ahsoka's like horribly annoying at the beginning and immature. And then as the show goes on and she actually grows up and you like learn and grow with her as a character, like a human, like a real person. over all those years. She grew up with us, man. Yeah. We were her age when that movie came mm -hmm. out and now she's 26, just slaying Inquisitors and we're 26 talking mm -hmm. about it. Well, I mean, if we're skipping all the way to like Mandalorian, she'd be like in her 40s. She's up there. Yeah. But yeah. still slaying it. Rosario Dawson style. Gosh, I'm so excited for her TV show. I keep losing track of when all these are coming out. I have how no long, idea. How long till we get I that? I couldn't tell you. I don't have my calendar 
set up right now. You've got your like conspiracy theory poster board with your newspaper clippings <laughs> and strings, and it's all connected. <laughs> Mando season 47 will be in approximately we're all we're, it's all leading to a Thrawn Thrawn big bad you dude you have to watch Rebels before that all comes out because you need to know who Thrawn is mm. we should probably call this an episode well I mean you know where we're really headed is when they hit the time portal and travel interdimensionally to the Avengers universe and do a team up star wars versus avengers what makes you think it's going to be versus can a what's the metal called the wakandan metal oh vibranium can vibranium deflect the lightsaber i'm gonna say it can that that makes sense if if what's the metal in star wars unobtainium best car <laughs> if unobtainium can deflect lightsabers i'm gonna say that cross cross universe what's the metal in wakanda Vibranium? Vibranium can also deflect lightsabers. There's no Star Wars metal, is there? No, it's the Carbonite? Veskar? Veskar? Oh, that, uh, Veskar, I think. The Mando armor? Yeah, yeah, Veskar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it's called? I think they, so. He has that spear made out of it that can deflect yeah, lightsabers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know how I forgot that. Yeah. Vel, uh, Velcro? Uh, Velcro? Um, <laughs> Kevlar. <laughs> Kevlar. That's what I was trying to think of. I don't um, think Kevlar can stop a lightsaber. Yeah, I mean, lightsabers would be pretty whack. If Cuts they through stormtrooper armor like it's nothing. So, well, why do they even wear that armor? Like it doesn't even protect them from blaster bolts. Yeah, it just kind of seems <laughs> cumbersome and like it gets in the way. And no matter what the environment is, they're wearing this like shiny white armor. It's not it's very like, good camouflage. You, you, I can say that from experience because playing like Star Wars Battlefront and whatnot, it's real easy to pick those guys out. Oh, definitely. Harder to hit the Rebels. I didn't even think about that until just now. Yeah, makes sense. What a great game, by can the we, way. Can we please end this episode? I think, I think that's a good idea. I'm not going down a Battlefront 2 <laughs> well, rabbit be, hole We'd be you. here a while because I would, I would not stop you. Good, end the episode. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you liked what you heard, give us a follow and a nice glowing review wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Waywa Podcast, and we'll see you next time.